0: It was actually way cooler than I expected it to be. Wow, this is very intuitive.
1: That was cool. Oh, I did it! (laughs) Unbelievable. That was really fun, and that was a lot easier than I thought it would be.
2: (laughs) Welcome to Upward with Transfer, where we tackle our evolving workforce and how educators, governments, and industries are changing to keep up. We're dedicated to building effective pathways for workers and job seekers to get the skills they need to get to well-paying careers in high-growth industries. Our part in that is designing and distributing hands-on simulations that learners can use to explore new career options and develop core skills before entering an in-person vocational training program. Transfer simulations augment human educators, broadening their range of classroom possibilities without expensive facilities buildouts or specialized equipment. I'm Jack Zizlak, editorial director at Transfer and your host for this episode. Welcome back to part two of our conversation with Ryan Ott from Big Ideas and Amanda Longtane from Transfer. We're just going to pick right back up and hear about how Ryan and company are using Transfer's Career Exploration 2.0 simulations in the field. Let's jump in. I just wanted to dig into the actual Transfer VR Career Exploration. This is one of our yeah. most popular products, and we really wanted yeah. to get somebody to just really dig into it. And had you used the new version and the previous version at Big Ideas? What's your experience been with the product? We, Tell Yeah, we,
0: so we've had the original one, uh, uh-huh. you know, since I think we've had it for three or four years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, we started a little bit before my time. So I don't know exactly how we got connected with you guys. Sure. Um, I know that it was, there was a conversation and they deployed them. Um, so that first iteration has been great. Uh, you know, like I said, when we go to an event, we have five headsets. That's kind of how we stage each of our experiences. Mm-hmm. So five people can be there and then we rotate through the, the rest of them. Um, and that has been so awesome. And Joe, our original rep, we have a different rep now, but we our Joe, our rep actually came to Minnesota and visited us at the state cool. fair too. So he, he was right. able to come out and, and hang out with us for a little bit and see how we deploy things, which was awesome. Um, but that, uh, that original one is definitely engaging. You know, it's okay. not, everybody wants to do everything, but when we mm. just say, Hey, put on this VR headset, That in itself is fun because Mm. a lot of people have that stuff, but not everybody necessarily gets to try all of these things, you know? So, so we get them to go there. And then the new version is very good. We're trying to figure out how we can utilize access to the data for our clients better. Right. Yeah. So I know that one of the ideas is, is although we're, we're the people putting out the event, I'm sure that our clients would be interested to find out where the students are going through. You know what totally. the interest level of each different thing is right. during the event. So we're we're trying to work through that too, and that's maybe that's a conversation later with you guys.
2: <laughs> totally, yeah. D- data and getting you access to the dashboard and stuff like that is a huge yeah. part of wanting to make this as useful for yeah. everybody involved as possible. So yeah, definitely talk to your to your rep about that, and Amanda. If you were going to jump in, definitely.
1: Yeah, I was going to uh, suggest that we get the data to guidance counselors, Mm, you know, to ensure that those learners have, you know, the information that they need and the support they need to make that informed decision to choose Woodshop or to choose a career pathway that aligns with skilled trades. But I love that you're thinking about the significance of data and the fact that you are acknowledging that that could help bridge a really important gap. And it's another valuable service that you get to offer. All of the the partners that you work with, which is huge.
0: Yeah, it it enhances the output too. It's it's a way for us to stay connected with them and just say, hey, oh, we did a a wrap up on the event, and here's that data. You know, it's all through. So then, in a week or two later, we can just have a review and say, hey, how was the event? This is the information that we got, and then we can set up maybe another event or however that's going to work. You know, for our end and for their end, we're heavily school based, so. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of schools that bring us back year after year. The school is the same, but the students are different. So we can just kind of continue. And now we're finding uh, in the last little bit here that we're doing a spring and fall or a fall and spring school year stuff. So it's that fall time, school's back in session, let's do an event. And then it's that springtime, you know, we're getting out of school. And I really like talking to seventh, eighth graders personally, as far as like that, that spring event get them thinking about the next year's curriculum, the electives that they might have available to them. Do you have a shop class next year? And, And that sort of stuff. So that data coming back through, I think, is a good connection to say, hey, you have a lot of students that really like the automotive section in this. You know, how can you guys use that information better to direct people or or connect that with your with your people?
1: That sounds awesome. Yeah. And really adding value to that career pathway. It's it's yeah. great. And then being able to connect it with that labor market information so the learner yeah. understands, wow, like not only is this cool, I feel good about myself, I feel like I have this really positive future ahead of me, but I also might be able to stay in my community and right. start a family, buy a house, all the things yeah. that we, we want to do as as Americans. And so it's, right. it's fantastic. I, I love that you're doing the work yeah. and it's mobile, which is so cool.
0: Yeah, you know, absolutely. I think that's, that's one of our biggest, we see a, a lot more labs kind of coming online. There's a lot mm-hmm. more VR, mm-hmm. but it does take a considerable dollar amount to set up a lab. I mean, it's hundreds of thousands of dollars to put it all together which is tricky for nonprofits, you know, and that's where that industry help comes in to say, Hey, you know, how can we be helping you? How can we be represented and all that? And to your point, one of our industry partners has an apprenticeship program where they'll teach you diesel mechanics right in house. You don't have to go to a technical college. It's learn while you earn and then they will give Uh, you all of like $10,000 worth of tools. They're your tools. Once you graduate.
2: That's awesome.
0: And I mean, it's just, there's some amazing career opportunities to be had out there. And I think there are gonna be more and more of them in all sorts of industries that have that that ability to train people while they work, you know.
2: Totally. And that's another thing too when i was going to school i didn't get a lot i didn't get a ton of exposure again mr savini it took me to one of the career days for trades but it didn't stick i was going to college and we were talking earlier in this conversation about how high school school's just not set up for everybody college is not set up for everybody and the other thing about these trades that people don't factor into their calculation is learn while you earn and apprenticeships and these different ways of getting the credentials and the experience the the biggest it's a tired sad joke that like you graduate from college and they want you to have experience you can't get a job without experience you can't get experience without a job right whereas you have just squared the circle for everybody if you're listening to this you're thinking about a career in the trades you, you have some amazing options to start again yeah earning as you're learning and that's that's amazing yeah
1: yeah and it also reduces student debt and time to credential for and sure. or degree which is yeah. huge <laughs>
0: Yeah. I have, I have two kids. Um, my daughter went to college to be a math teacher. She's a math education, major, double major in math education with a minor in statistics, which is just crazy, right? She's weird. No, um,
1: she's, she's my hero. She's my hero. <laughs> she's amazing.
0: She's very amazing. And I'm a contractor. I know construction math and I haven't right. been able to help her out with math since eighth <laughs> grade. Like this is, this is not a math equation. This is a textbook. How do you figure this out? You know? Um, and she went to college and did that and she's doing well. And then my son is, um, he repairs RVs currently. So he was, he worked with me. So he learned how to use a hammer and a drill. And and now he says he's the highest paid person at the RV place and he's 25. Right. And next to the owner. So the owner and then him, and he Mm -hmm. keeps moving up and that they're going to train him how to do estimates. And, and that's that pathway. Like you can start in the, the skill you can start in the field, let's say, yeah. or in the labor side of things. And then you right. move to sales and then you maybe like accounting and then you go off to college and learn yes. more about that. You know, yes. and It's like really building those initial ideas and where am I going to fall? What do I right. like? And and kind of having a business at your back that's, that's willing to move you around too, where he has the ability to work the floor and then he's going to learn how to estimates and, you know, all of that sort of stuff. Yeah, these
2: these are not dead-end jobs. You're not going to be, to your point about swinging a hammer, you're not going to come in every day and swing the hammer the same way every time. They are interesting, creative, you're learning on the job. You know, it's not that you might never go to college. You might go to college. You'll go get yeah. whatever certifications you need to, like you're talking about, yep. doing estimates, doing the next level of.
0: Yep. Maybe you work, want some sales training or. Yeah. And yeah, not to throw a rockstar because I think education is always important and you're always learning. Right. W- Absolutely. Whether that's a, a trade school or a yes. college or you know wherever you're going to navigate through, I think you're constantly learning and you're constantly trying to figure things out. And although high school wasn't for me at the time, I found reading later on, I figured out, Hey, I want to own my own business. So then it's like self-help books and how does business work in, right? I mean, I probably went through college just reading books on my yes, own because I, yes, exactly. now I have to figure that stuff out and how does that work? And some people just go to college and figure it out <laughs> that works too. And there's no wrong totally. way. Exactly. I think, I think it's just where are you trying to get and right. Um, a lot of people in the skilled trades or in trades in general, Mm-hmm learn about personal pride and accomplishment in a way that you don't necessarily see in other areas Cool. where I think that path is so, so good for community. When I drive around my hometown, awesome. I can say I re-roofed this house. I built that garage. Love that. I I helped this so concrete awesome. over here. That little old lady needed a new bathroom when we got it all set up.
2: Mm-hmm. So when
0: you're driving through your community, you are a part of it because now you have this lifetime yeah. of, of participation with you know, various people around it. And I think, I think that's so powerful as far as, you know, getting into trades. That's
1: awesome. It's so tangible. Yeah. Well, and the other thing that's really interesting to consider is also neurodivergent learners and how generally uh, they prefer to use their hands. They prefer to stay busy. That's the other value of the skilled trades and career and technical education is that you're moving and you're, Mm -hmm. you're keeping your mind engaged. So it's just, it's fantastic for yeah. learners that might be a little bit on the spectrum or apprehensive about things. Um, yeah. And so I, I really am a, a big proponent of woodshop and, and all of that stuff, the tangibility. I love the story that you just, you know, told us about driving through your community. That is, that's really powerful. Way yeah. to go, Ryan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> no, yeah. It's just so important to be connected to your work. I think, I think a lot of people- maybe miss that,
2: you know? Oh, for sure. There's a huge, you know, epidemic of disconnection from feeling like, why am I doing this job? You know, I don't feel appreciated by, uh, not, not here at Transfer. I feel very, we all feel very appreciated here. We feel good about the work we're doing, but yeah, exactly what you're describing is a, cuts against how a lot of people feel about their careers. But I just wanted to, we touched briefly on hard data before, let's get some anecdotal stuff and talk about, Uh, are there things you hear from users a lot where they're like, oh, the VR helped me do X, Y, Z that were maybe surprising to you? Or, uh, you know, anything that's that's interesting and that you want to share with our audience, I'm sure. There are a lot of people who are listening to this who have not ever used VR for career exploration. We want to give them just a little taste of what you're experiencing in the field. So I think that'd be really awesome to hear a few of those.
0: So since we're so heavy into schools, a lot of the users are kids. And a lot of kids have been in VR experiences, but what's great is we always try to get the chaperones or the teachers in there too. And a lot of those have not been in VR experience, right? So when we get them into the transfer headset and they can explore because they're, you know, sitting off to the side and we're like, why don't you just try it, you know, jump in there and you can change oil or you can cut some wood or learn about fire extinguishers, you know, whatever it could be. And then those are the ones that really have a light bulb. For two things: one, hey, this trade stuff is fun, but two, wow, this VR experience is—it's a better tool than a lot of the other things that they've been deploying. Whether it's just, you know, a conversation, or I don't know what they've got going on, but they're just—they're always like, "This is amazing."
2: (laughs) Yeah, that was—that was going to be another one of my questions, but we've really—we've covered so much ground. Is like, where does all this VR stuff? So it's awesome to hear that it's not just the students who are having a cool experience with it; it's the instructors too are, are realizing that, like. Hey, there's value. This is
0: valuable. Yeah, this is a valuable tool. Wow. You know, we've actually, I know of two different schools that we've gone through with transfer that have since purchased transfer. They've signed up, right? So, cool. so not only we're kind of, I mean, we pitch all of our experiences, whether it's the excavator or I mean, we're sure. telling everybody about all of this stuff because it's so it's so tangible and it's so easy to to start and it's so Yeah. Good for people to try out in a safe environment. You know, you're just moving your hands around. That's you know, and it's so funny to watch them because, you know, people are changing oil and you're like, I know exactly what they're doing. They're changing the car oil right now. And it's funny to see them, but it's so easy to understand how to use it and to pop in there. And that's where once the instructors get in there or the chaperones get in there, they're like, Wow, this is super valuable. I can see why you guys use this, right? So
2: cool. I love that you're like, I can tell what they're doing. Yeah. See them It's like, yeah, the oil change. I, I know what they're doing. Yeah.
1: I love it when occasionally we catch an adult trying to lean on a virtual table. And yes. Like, that, that table isn't really yes. there.
0: Yeah. We, it happens often when it you does. are in VR for two to five minutes, you are in a yeah. whole new world. Like you are completely immersed in it. That's why we stop at thirteen. We found that once you get younger than Uh thirteen, they get immersed faster, and then you have a hard time controlling them. Mm. We can control five people at one time. Watch them, make sure they're they're not. You know, Mm. we kind of set up a table next to them so they're kind of secure. Like they have something that an edge of something created
2: boundaries. Yeah, they've got like a
0: physical boundary to their hip. Um, But when they start getting younger, they get immersed faster, which is funny. But we have kids like just take off like walking away and you're like you can't do
2: where are you going? You can't <laughs> You're stuck here.
0: Yeah, it's funny. So there's a there's there's that element, but
1: well uh, that sounds like best practice, honestly. Yeah. Like best through practices. trial. Yeah, best yeah. practices for sure. We're all we, about it.
0: <laughs> we like to have a, a physical object to ground them, you know, in reality yes. just a little bit. Um, and yeah. we always set the guardian so then they're they're pretty safe,
2: you know. <laughs>
0: Um, but using
2: using the lingo and everything, love it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good.
2: <laughs> now, do you ever encounter this? Is always something super interesting because you're you're here. You are a seasoned tr- you know, tradesperson who knows yeah. what you're doing, and you're extolling the virtues of VR, which we we love for you to do that. Yeah, but um, do you do you bump up against skilled tradespeople, instructors, etc., who are like you 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 can't teach this in VR, or they're skeptical of it, and they get won over? Like, tell us a little bit about that.
0: I have had experiences like that where you'll have, you know, we have augmented reality welders. So um, you'll get an experienced welder coming in and be like, yeah, that can't be that real, you know, or some version of that. And then they go through it and they're like, Whoa, this is 80% of the way there. And that, that shift in their, their mindset to say, Hey, you could train somebody to get to a particular level with this augmented virtual reality stuff. And then now you, they have the muscle memory, and they have the idea concepts yep. so of what's going on. And now you can transfer that to the real world. Uh, they definitely see the value in it. It's it's it happens on more occasions than not where you'll have somebody that's an experienced X Y Z person. Doesn't matter what it is, go through it, and mm-hmm. they're like, "Whoa, oh, that's I wish I had something like that to train my people because now we're not going through any waste, and we're not going through." Yes um, any safety issues and we're not, um, you know, trying to figure out how we're going to get scraps of material to cut up and just throw away anyway. And I'm definitely not letting them, Mm. you know, do any work on anything of my clients until they prove themselves. So, you know, a lot of that stuff really goes out the window once they get in there and once they start trying it.
2: Uh, Ryan, I could not have had you, as as the editorial director here who, you know, <laughs> is in charge of all that, I could not have had you run down the list of benefits from that's, any that's better.
1: That's exactly what I was thinking.
2: I, was, yeah, I <laughs> slid you the way, like, no, he's got them all. Okay, great. You know, <laughs> tomorrow it was at 9 perfect. Just show back up. You'll be good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> amanda any any final thoughts from you things you want to you want to kick around with ryan uh i feel uh, like we've gotten so much out of this conversation and then final thoughts from you ryan and, and we'll we'll start wrapping up
1: yeah, I just, again, want to thank you for your work. It's obvious that you have a servant's heart, which I really appreciate. So keep it up. Keep changing yeah. lives, you know. Um, keep pushing through the skepticism regarding VR because mm. you're right. It's really easy yeah. um, to show efficacy as long as you have an open mind. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, keep changing lives. So thank you. It's yeah, been awesome.
2: You. Yeah, yeah got any final thoughts from you, Ryan? Right? Yeah. yeah, I've got
0: Tons of final thoughts, but just to, <laughs> to wrap it up with one, uh, I, was, okay. I was in a conversation with another VR manufacturer and just talking about things. And I I have this viewpoint that is kind of, uh, of course, when you build new things, there's going to be more technology like this 3D printed house and that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, But when you go back through all of the things of society, there's a lot of stuff that needs to be kept up and you're not going to put a robot into the basement of a hundred year old house to try to fix it. But I believe that moving forward, we're going to see a lot more VR robots or VR exploratory things like the drones that go out into the fields. And now you have these people that are working with this technology that's integrated in such a way that you're going to have to have an operator that that knows the trades in general to know what they're looking for, but then also can kind of transfer that to a technology application where it is maybe it's a VR headset working a drone, whether that's a air drone or a you know a piloted robot going into wall cavities or attic spaces or whatever that's going to be. You know, new technology is going to build new things and more technology is going to help diagnose or repair some old things. And, and we're looking at this place in, in time where I think it's amazing that young people of today are learning technology first and then they can learn these skills, but we need to keep on them to keep learning those skills, I think. Um, and I think that your application definitely helps that bridge the gap to say, hey, of course you can use this thing for gaming and that's probably what most <laughs> of you do. There are mm-hmm. more things to be done with this that's going to help a greater portion of society than yeah. just entertainment. We all need to disconnect with entertainment, totally. But, but we also need to support all of the infrastructure that we have here. And there's good yeah. jobs and there's fun times yeah. and it's it's interesting and it's different all the time. So keep doing what you're doing because I think we're going to need it more and more.
2: 100%. Well, and to, uh, to echo Amanda's sentiment from a moment ago, you've got a servant's heart, but a futurist mind i love how you squared the circle there integrating this kind of vr technology with these old you know, these classics they're not old they're constantly being modernized but these yeah. venerable skills and yeah. these fundamental roles in society that just keep the lights literally keep the lights on yeah, so thank literally. you you know yeah. thank you so so much for doing what you're doing and for coming on the show thank you Amanda for being here always a pleasure to chat with you and then thank you audience at home for listening we've had a really great time and join us again next time on upward with transfer bye everybody
0: see you. thanks for having me bye
2: thank you take care bye-bye.